This is Maggie Millard from Kinexus coming to you today with a blog post by Greg Jacobson entitled Five Ways to Strengthen a Kaizen Culture. If you like today's episode, please find us on iTunes and rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people to find the show so that we can spread continuous improvement. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines culture as the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterizes an institution or organization the characteristic features of everyday existence shared by people in a place or time. Organizations interested in achieving continuous improvement through the practice of Kaizen could do no better than to make it a characteristic feature of everyday existence. That requires building and maintaining a Kaizen culture. There's another interesting thing about the definition of the word culture. It shares a root with the word cultivate, which means to foster the growth of, to improve by labor, care, or study. Cultivation requires intention, action, and attention. Kaizen culture does as well. There are a number of things that successful leaders do to instill a Kaizen culture and keep it healthy in their organizations. The first is to encourage challenges to settled practices. Inertia is a powerful force in organizations, especially in cases where processes are working well enough already. It is fairly easy to get people to suggest improvements in areas where problems are apparent, but It's more difficult to apply innovative thinking to processes that have been the same for so long and seem to be working. For Kaizen to truly thrive, there must be no sacred cows. Team members must learn to give up conventions so that new and better practices can emerge. Next is to avoid blame. Improvement work targets processes and workspaces, not people. When changes are made, it's important to frame them in terms of positive results, not to point fingers at the person or people who designed the old process. People will be much more likely to engage in Kaizen if improvement efforts don't feel punitive. Next is to say yes as often as possible. There will be a reason not to execute on an opportunity for improvement. Maybe the expected improvement isn't big enough or there are other more pressing problems. Whenever possible though, leaders should avoid blocking efforts to improve. Unless there is a big downside, experimentation within reason should be encouraged. Not every change needs to have a huge ROI. When people are allowed to run with their ideas, they're more likely to keep making suggestions and become more emotionally invested in the outcome. The next idea is to focus on teamwork. Kaizen is a team sport. Cross-functional collaboration is often essential to efficient processes and a frictionless value stream. Both individual initiative and team efforts is needed in a Kaizen culture. Systems that make communication easy and track projects involving multiple people go a long way towards streamlining teamwork. Lastly, we have model Kaizen from the top. When Kaizen, or any other business methodology or philosophy, is introduced, your staff will have a keen eye on top leadership to decide if this is a real and lasting change or just a fleeting episode. Successful leaders signal in many ways that they're serious about Kaizen. One is to invest in solutions that support it. Another is to actively participate in improvement processes right alongside frontline employees. It's also essential to recognize and reward the people who exemplify your Kaizen culture. All companies have a culture, whether leaders cultivate it or not. A culture of Kaizen won't happen on accident. If that's what you're after, it's going to take some time, thought, and care. These simple practices are an excellent place to start. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more like this, be sure to subscribe to the Kinexus Continuous Improvement Podcast or check out our blog at blog.kinexus.com.